This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to hour number two of Real Presence Live down here at Shanley High School. My name is Tim Moser, sitting between the office and the chapel, looking right ahead at Jesus ahead of me. That's a great place to be. Office is behind me. I didn't want to go there as a kid. You know, that was bad news, wasn't it? And, of course, Eli is here to my left, and Brandon is in the studio. Thanks so much. We have a prayer request we want to send out to all our listeners. Um, some, some, some sad news. Uh, the Sons of Thunder, Father Josh and Justin Waltz, you know them from Real Presence Radio. Their mom, Teresa, passed away last night. So we ask for your prayers there. Also, Father Shane Campbell, his mother, Evelyn, passed away, not last night, but a little bit ago. So we have uh, some mothers passing away, and we just want to uh, put out a prayer request for that. Let's say a short prayer now for them. In the name of the Father, and the Son, of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, you are the author of life. You are the Lord of life. Lord, we commend to you, uh, Teresa and Evelyn, these mothers of these priests, Lord, and we ask you to be with them and their families, Lord. Please draw them close to you. Help them to know of the love and the hope that you've given us through Jesus Christ, your Son, through his resurrection. May we all be joined together in this resurrection, and may you be with this family in their time of sorrow. Bring them strength. Bring them courage. Bring them hope. Bring them the joy that comes from following you. We ask this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, please, your prayers for that situation. Now, when we think about baptism, we usually think about babies, baptizing babies. But Jesus wasn't baptized as a baby. So why do we celebrate the baptism of the Lord so close to Christmas? Good question. Here to answer that is Father Ron Huberty from the Diocese of New Ulm. Welcome, Father Ron. Yes, good morning. We appreciate you being taking the time to be with us. Yes, good to be with you today. Well, thanks so much. So let's let's get right to it. You know, Jesus was baptized as an adult, you know, but we baptize babies. Uh, the baptism of the Lord was right after Christmas. Why, why is all this happening, Father? Well, it fits so well with the Christmas season that, again, we have that beautiful Christmas, the birth of Jesus with Mary in Bethlehem. Then we have the epiphany and the manifestation of Jesus again that way at and yet the baptism of the Lord ties right into that, because it's another manifestation where Christ, again, is, is revealed, and especially through the baptism of the Lord, revealing God's love, the Trinity's love to us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in that moment. So it fits so well with the Christmas time and this ending of the Christmas season that we celebrated yesterday with the baptism of the Lord. And so, again, how they fit so well together. That makes sense. I, I love how you talk about that flow, right, of, of, of the manifestations, Christmas, Epiphany, Baptism. That, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, you know, the idea of Baptism of the Lord is obviously a very, very pivotal point in His uh, ministry. Uh, so talk about the importance of the Baptism in His ministry, because as we talked about before, you know, people would say, John is really surprised when Jesus comes and well, why am I supposed to baptize you? You should be baptizing me. And then the pivotal point in Jesus' ministry, why is it important for him? And then why is baptism important for us? Well, I think that's really what it says at your last end of your statement for us. Jesus, again, in line with, can just picture those thousands of people hearing John the Baptist and Jesus right in with that group. And then that powerful moment of interaction with him and John the Baptist there in that water is that, 
let it be done for now, Jesus saying, let it be done in that way. And then really, again, in that moment, as Pope Benedict wrote in Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus taking all the sins of the world and plunging them to the bottom of the Jordan there. And I think, again, in that holy moment, Jesus showing his doing the Father's will, humbling himself, one who's not sinful but yet enters into humanity that needs to repent and needs new life. Jesus, again, making the waters of baptism holy for us right there in that Jordan River moment with John the Baptist. And so, again, a beautiful way that he gives of himself, and then into that water he goes to make the waters holy for us, because we're the ones who need that. We need that. Uh, new life, we're the ones who need that reconciliation with God and to begin new life in Christ in that holy moment of the waters of, the, of baptism there for us. Mm, that's so true, that's so true. Yeah. You know, fa- we're talking with Father Ron Huberty about the baptism of the Lord. You talk about that emptying of, of Christ, you know, that, to- that total humility, of course, takes us to Philippians 2, right? And that, that, that great passage yeah. there. And it's, some people think, well, baptism is not necessary. But, you know, Jesus was baptized, obviously. In John 3, Jesus himself actually baptized. He commands his apostles to baptize in the Great Commission. He even makes baptism yeah. essential for salvation, right? He who believes and is baptized, he says in Mark 16, will be saved. Maybe the importance of our becoming sons and daughters of God through baptism. Yeah, that sharing in that very life of Christ and in those waters of baptism that we were baptized, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and that life of Christ in us. And I think we can never reflect enough upon that great gift to realize that right now in this moment we are baptized, sharing in that life of Christ, in His very love in us, and we carry in that life with us and sharing with us out into our world that we have shared in that water of baptism. And so what a beautiful moment that is, and and it's only fitting on this weekend. I did have a baptism in one of my parishes, and you just see that with the parents bringing this child, beginning that new life for this child in the waters of baptism and how they will pass on that faith for this child and how the parish will be helping in that process in the church. But again, that beautiful moment, that grace, right at the beginning of this young child's life, receiving grace of baptism and so then yeah now to live it out day after day in their lives and how we help each other to do that so true you know my, my wife and i just stopped at the two and a half year old we'd fostered him for ever since he got out of the hospital and uh, we were at his baptism and you know i think about the couple things with the baptism we, we take on a new name. He's an adopted son. That's what it means to be an adopted son, right? We, we take on the name. We take on that name of Christ, don't we? And then also, yeah. what else does my adopted son do? He eats at my table. We now eat at the table of the Eucharist. What else does he do? He's in my house. We're in the house of God. I just love all those parallels when you think of adopted sons here and, and sons and daughters, of course, and how we're adopted into God's family. But as infants, Father... Talk to us about that, because some people will say you should not baptize infants. They should be able to make that profession of faith for themselves. How would you answer that? Why do we baptize as infants? We want to give that gift right away to this child to be in Mm -hmm. Christ. And obviously they can't stand up and say, I believe, but the parents (laughs) witness that. The parents, again, give that witness to those baptismal promises others do present at that moment of the baptism and saying, I do believe, and then to give that gift to this child and have it be fostered, that child, that grace of baptism, you know, because all of us every day have to renew our baptism, say yes to our baptism Mm -hmm. every day, and it's something we continually grow into the rest of our lives, and 
So what a grace and gift given to us that we receive this greatest of gifts, life in Christ, and then how it's fostered in us and lived out in us. And eventually, again, this child will up. And as on this weekend, I had, um, after one of my Masses, a confirmation students with their parents were meeting after Mass, and, and how, again, they're, again, an extension of that, from baptism, the Holy Communion, those initiation rites, the confirmation, the beginning, it, the beginning again, and growing in their faith, and seeing how those are connected, and how, yeah, each of those moments are saying yes to their baptism, yes to living out their faith, that first vocation that all of us have in life. But my first vocation is living out my baptism, and then obviously being called in to the priesthood and living it out each day through this vocation, and how I live out my baptism in Christ. So true. We're talking with Father Ron Huberty about uh, baptism of the Lord and baptism in general. You know, of course, Father, we could also say maybe there's some some non-Catholic listeners or some listeners who are wondering. There's a, certainly a great scriptural basis, for instance, for infant oh, yeah. baptism. For instance, Acts chapter 10, Cornelius and his whole family are baptized. Yep, Acts 16, family, the Philippian yeah. jailer. Acts 18, Crispus and his family. And we should also mention probably that baptism is kind of the new circumcision, right? Colossians 2 talks about we were circumcised not by hand, but the circumcision of Christ, right? Which is, of course, baptism he talks about. So we have, you know, it's just really a logical continuation of what the Jewish oh, yeah. faith had always practiced, and we're moved, oh, yeah. just moving on to the, to the life of Christ. Yes, and just, yeah, all those occasions that you mentioned in Scripture there, and Jesus even just saying, let the children come to me already, inviting children to share in his very life, and how important that we all are sons and daughters of, of God. We're all beloved of God as we hear in that baptism of the Lord moment. It's not just Jesus hearing that good news of God's beloved Son, but reminding all of us in our baptism that we are children of God and sharing in that gift. So yes, in Scripture already, it shows those special moments that where children share in the waters of baptism and then how we're called to live out that grace. So. That's wonderful. It's not You're just t- one moment when I can just say, okay, this is a moment that we hopefully always have those conversion moments in our life and deeper faith, but this is the exact moment. No, because I'm still human, still growing in my life, still growing in my faith, where we have to always do that, whether a child or adult, that way we're always saying yes amidst our own human frailties and all that in our lives. We still can. You know, we still need to renew our baptism, and why even in the Church we have not only a baptism of the Lord, but it won't be long, we'll be in the season of Lent and Easter and renewing our baptismal promises. We already made that promise, but we renew it again and again every year in our Church's years, so it's so important to say yes to it. So true. We're talking with Father Ron Huberty about baptism. You know, of course, baptism is called the sacrament of faith. When it, when you're asked what what do you want, you ask them this the, at the baptism. They ask. They say faith, and people, well, faith. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk a little bit about why we call baptism the, the the sacrament of faith and how it initiates us into the whole plan of God, the whole um, yeah, the whole family of God. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's the beginning of that faith journey of saying yes to mm-hmm. God and life in Christ and life that were nourished in the gift of the Church, in our parish life, and our Church's life, that it is saying yes to faith. We want that faith in Christ. We want to believe in His life and what He means to us in our lives, and how that is lived out then in our families, and the family of the Church, and, and how we're nourished and strengthened by that gift of faith, and, and what we've said yes to, and what we believe day after day, and beginning in that waters of baptism. So... 
Absolutely, absolutely. Again, it's, it's that we always have to remember that faith is accompanies baptism, right? And, and of course, if you're yes. an adult, I mean, look at the process, right? You have the proclamation, you accept it, you confess the creed, you know, and then yep. you're baptized in the, the RCIA yep. process. Yep. Yep. Especially in the RCIA, those who yep. think yes, and those who are, haven't been baptized in the faith, they come, and yeah, that whole catechumen process of that journey to faith, yeah. It's beautiful, Father. We've got two minutes left, Father. Any some some maybe more some thoughts and reflections that our listeners can take away from this with the baptism of the Lord and our own baptismal call. Well, first of all, is just to call the date of your baptism. I think that that birth mm-hmm. in Christ for me it's on July twenty sixth, nineteen sixty four. It's a date. Remember, like my birthday. How do we recall our baptism date and just reflect upon that date we received life in Christ and how we live that out day after day, as, again, we're anointed priest, prophet, and king. How do we live that out in our prayer, in our prophecy of word, in teaching and sharing of our faith, and being of service to others? How do we live out our baptism day after day? And, and so it's, it's such a holy time to reflect upon that gift, especially now as we return to ordinary time in our church's year, the ordinary events of life that are so often aren't ordinary and the challenges before us. How do we say yes to our baptism day after day? How do we live out our baptism day after day with our, and in our own lives, families, our communities, our places of work, our schools, wherever we might be? How do we live out our baptism day after day and all those opportunities that we might have to do that, but recalling our baptism, recalling that gift that we have in Christ. So, so important. You know, that, that, that's, su- that's such a great point, Father. I really appreciate that because in our, the busyness of our days, it's easy yes. to, to lose sight of that. You know, and it made me stopping at the church, you know, uh, prayer time. I, I, if I, I used to have a watch, when I had my watch beep, I would just pray an hour, Father, every hour. Just little reminders, right, yeah. of our faith. Yeah. Yeah. Anything reminders else? Our faith all the way through our lives. And for me, I've, I'm, I've got 10 funerals around this Christmas wow. time. And at the funeral times, what are there? The symbols of our baptism, you know, mm. the candles, the pall, the, right, uh, you know, the holy water, all of that reminding us throughout our life, the beginning of baptism, to even in that funeral moment, we're reminded of our life in Christ in the waters of baptism, and especially for us who are gathered there, funeral mass remind us we see that life in Christ, at the, and then celebrating even at the end of our lives that gift. That, that's wonderful. Father Ron Huberty, thank you so much for your thoughts on baptism, the baptism yeah. of the Lord. We appreciate it. Yes, All you right. have a great thank, day. Thank you. Th- thank you. you. Uh, up next, we're hopping in the car to take the 10-minute tour of local events. And later, why is it so special for one Shanley Senior to march for life? You'll find out. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Presence Live, live from Shanley High School. We'll be back right after this. 